fact, do you have old photographs, newspapers, diaries, posters belonging to your family going back over generations? Maybe they're in an old shoebox at the back of the wardrobe or hidden away in the attic or put out to pasture in the shed. Well, it is time to take them out, dust them down and give them a little bit of love. That's what residents of Dunleary Rathdown County have been encouraged to do. And earlier this month, the DLR had a People's Archive Day. A call went out to them to bring their personal and historic records and share the stories behind them. The event took place in Dunleary County Hall with experts on hand to provide practical information and advice on caring for your family memorabilia. Brenda Donoghue went along to hear some of the stories behind the items and what they revealed to us about our past. Well, my name is the same name as on the, the billhead there, Peter O'Brien, and we're part of a dairy family that uh, would have delivered milk and butter to houses in around Dunleary. The photographs here of the old farmyard there, Aww. which is only about less than a mile from us here. You can see my grandmother yeah. and the working dog, not allowed into the house. And uh, the churns in the background there, you can see the old churns and there were yeah. sparkle in the sun because cleanliness was of the utmost importance. Because if you delivered sour milk or milk out of a churn or a tilly can that wasn't to scratch, you know, you'd lose the business and, and that was important. It's fantastic. Oh, now he's taking out more stuff. What, yeah. is, what have you got just, there? What just, have you got? This is, this, is a, this is a very interesting piece. It's a letter relating to my great-grandfather dated the 16th of May 1916. It more or less the summary is that our client, my great-grandfather, is looking for compensation because uh, the field he was renting, 26 acres at the time, was uh, occupied by the artillery unit of the uh, British Army who came over to secure Dublin during the uh, 1916 rives. They would have come in here in Kingstown. They ploughed up the field with the artillery, the guns and the, the horses. He's looking for compensation because he has nowhere now to graze his cattle. And then we have the replies then from Colonel Montague Bradley that it was not accepted. So he didn't get any compensation. So your connection to everything you've brought in today, how does it make you feel? It does mean that I have material that I can pass on to the next generation and remind them where they came from and, and how proud we are and that we're part of a community that we supported each other. Presiding over the proceedings today is Deirdre Black. You're the heritage officer here with Dunleary Ratdown. Are you delighted with the turnout so far? Utterly delighted. There were people here before we even opened the doors and we've just had, since we started at 11, we've had a steady stream of people coming in. So we're, we're beyond delighted. Talk me through the idea behind it. You know, we all go to libraries and museums and archives to look at old things that connect us to the past, but most of us have a lot of those things at home. We have a whole series of experts here um, archivists, local historians, paper conservators, even an archaeologist, in case you have something really old. And they're here to advise you on how to care for those very, very special things so that they will last into the future. Hi, my name is Noreen Kearns. 
I've brought along a collection of memorabilia from my mother's time in Carisford Training College. That's teacher, the teacher tra training. Teacher, teacher training, training college. college yeah. uh, she graduated from there in 1935. Wow. So, <laughs> <laughs> what was your mother's name, first of all? Her name at the time was Nellie Sharp, and she Brilliant. later married and became Nellie Whistler. You have an awful lot of folders and annuals and photographs have, here. Yeah. What stands out? This book, of it's a sample book of needlework, sewing and knitting. They had to learn how to teach girls how to sew and knit. They had to be able to turn a heel <laughs> on a sock <laughs> so they could look after their man, probably, <laughs> make socks with the man. <laughs> so this is all written in the old Irish script that I don't know if you can read it. No. I certainly find okay. it difficult because it was gone by the time I was... Wow, look at her handwriting. Yeah, it's so neat. When I look at this and the writing and the detail, what an extraordinary woman yeah. your mother must have been. Oh, she was, yeah, very extraordinary. Mm. She started life in, in England. She was born in England to an Irish mother and an English father. Sadly, her mother passed away when my mother was seven. And my mother and her two younger brothers were sent back to Ireland to be raised by their aunties. They were raised in Kilmainham and went to Basin Lane School. The nuns there recognised that my mother was quite bright. So they made sure that she did scholarship exams um, to go to secondary school. Because her family, would, they wouldn't have had, they, they were comfortable, but they couldn't afford fees for secondary school. So my mother got a corporation scholarship and at some point the nun from the secondary school called to the door and said, Nellie is to be a teacher. So that's how she ended up in Carisford then, again on a scholarship. It's nice to see that other people outside of my family are interested in this. I'll carry on minding it carefully, keeping it hopefully for maybe future generations or maybe pass it to a museum or something if they were interested. These are letters from my granduncles who emigrated from Dunleary, first to New York, and he married a girl called Kate McCall in New York, and then moved out to Vancouver Island on the other side. My name is Jim Bourne, fifth generation Dunleary man. I've bought posters from all the different concerts. Anything jump out? This, this one here is amazing. Oh, be careful opening that. 1936. It includes all an awful lot of it's local... It's a pantomime. Read it out to me there. A pantomime. January the 19th to February the 2nd, 1936. You weren't in it, no? Unfortunately not, no. <laughs> it's called the Enchanted Cave, Cave in aid of St Michael's Church Improvement Fund. In the town. town Hall, Dunleary. How come you kept this or this poster's in your... My granduncle was a member of the organised... Of the troop. How old are they? Old school copy books. We are they yours? No. <laughs> I'm teasing you. I know that. <laughs> Basically, it's a handwritten history of when my uncle Roby grew up in the area. It goes back to a cholera epidemic in the 1800s. This is just a small paragraph of the cholera epidemic of 1847. And this is written by your... Granduncle Roby Bourne. Many of the people were not dead at all when they were buried, but too true. Even in my own recollection, the cholera sheds were in the West Pier a hundred years ago. The Sackham Ups, body smatchers, paid visits here. 
my grandfather with others used to have to come here to watch at night in their thorns to prevent the students lifting the recently interred bodies in the old graveyard in Kill Avenue. So your great-great-grandfather yeah. would stand guard yes. to stop the body, body snatchers, snatchers in, the, in the old graveyard. That's his hand, his that, witness statement. Is that's his it? witness statement to us. Wow. He remembers it and he remembers the cholera sheds on the West Pier in Dunleary. You mind all that stuff? I'll do my best. That's a lovely little treasure trove to find in your attic, isn't it? Brenda Donoghue at the DLR People's Archive Day, and they're planning on having more of those events, so keep an eye on their website, dlrcoco.ie.